Hello, and welcome to the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement's podcast, Wonks at Work. I'm Craig Wilson, your host, a self-declared wonk, dad of two boys, native Arkansan, and I've been the health policy director at the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement for more than a decade. On this show, we aim to demystify, boil down, and unwonk, if you will, complex topics so that you can understand how the healthcare system is working or not working for you. I've got with me here Dr. Joe Thompson, who's our president and CEO. We're going to have a brief chat about 10 years since the implementation of the Affordable Care Act, including the Medicaid expansion. We've written extensively about the political process that led up to 2014 and the implementation of Medicaid expansion and the health insurance marketplace, as well as kind of the waiver development and us working with the federal agencies to get that in place. But we really haven't kind of recounted, I guess, in the last 10 years, what's really played out. And so we kind of took two different perspectives in our columns on that this past month. And I want to get your perspective and how you, what, what your take was. Well, as you know, I approached it from where we were and where we are now. In 2013, we had 25% of adult Arkansans, working age adults, with no source of health insurance. Unpaid medical bills was the number one cause of personal bankruptcy, and we had providers across the state at risk because of uncompensated care, including the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. Fast forward 10 years, that number has dropped to somewhere around 10 to 12% uninsured. We have, importantly, people getting care that they previously could not get because of a financial barrier. So they're getting primary care, they're getting preventive care, they're getting referral to specialists that did not happen before. And importantly, most of those referrals are paid for now. So our healthcare system, hospitals and providers are more stable. We've had 58 hospitals close in states that are contiguous to us. And while we've had a couple close, they've reopened or rebuilt uh, without any loss of that infrastructure. So those have been the direct impacts, the access to care and the subsequent health benefits that people have gotten, and then the stability of our healthcare system secondarily. And you talked a little bit about, in yours, I believe, the impact on the insurance market as well, right? Well, that uncompensated care a decade ago got shifted onto individuals that did pay for their health insurance. So that has been a load taken off. And we see in our individual market in Arkansas, our individual insurance market, that we've gone from six or seventh out of eight to now we are consistently the lowest individual average market price for health insurance in the Mid-South of the United States. Hmm. There's a number that I think you cited and that I cited too in, in my column that we actually generated here at the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement through the Healthcare Transparency Initiative. And that was the number of people throughout the, the 10 years that had actually touched the Medicaid expansion system. Do you remember that? It's a little over 700,000 folks, if I remember correctly, about you know, almost one in four yeah. Kansan adults. Uh, you know, this program has really been a safety net for a lot of folks who may lose a job. I think it helped when the pandemic hit because people were in a healthcare system already with a medical home. Uh, I think moving forward, we're going to be positioned to make needed changes. We're not, this was not a, a solution permanently, but it was definitely a benefit over the last decade. Yeah. And I took a similar perspective on mine too. There are always trade-offs in healthcare. We know that. And we're solving a lot of the access issues. Um, and one of those ways that we solved those access issues, you took the Medicaid expansion, 
And I look more toward the health insurance marketplace and the protections, the patient protections that were, we talk about the Affordable Care Act, but the full name was actually the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. And so people often forget about that. So I asked the readers to imagine a scenario. Back in 2009, before we had any of the Affordable Care Act, frankly, and before the major provisions went into effect in 2014, which, which we focused on, and that scenario involved uh, a single mother who had a 10-year-old son, uh, both of whom had pre-existing conditions. The son had uh, some mental health challenges. And I walked through the process of her trying to get health insurance in the individual market. And some of the things that she discovered were there, that there were um, you know, preventive services that weren't offered at all sometimes. And if they were offered, they weren't offered without cost-sharing protections for her to access at no cost. There weren't a set of standard essential health benefits inclusive of maybe pregnancy coverage that she would likely need or mental health services for her son. Um, there was the potential that that long application that she filled out that she had to say, I have this diagnosis and my dependent has this diagnosis and maybe I have a family history of X and X and X, that long application could be used against her either to deny coverage or to increase her rate so much that it would become unaffordable. So I imagined people in that scenario, and then I took them to the protections that were afforded through the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act and named those things, the guaranteed issue, uh, that was required without regard to pre-existing conditions, the set of essential health benefits, um, you know, the health literacy that was advanced through the Affordable Care Act to help her get through that process. And what I concluded at the end was, you know, Gallup and Kaiser have continued to poll about the Affordable Care Act over the past 10 years. And most recently, the gap between its favorability and its unfavorability has grown with its favorability making many gains. And so what I said was, these patient protections in particular have become pretty popular, but we still have a ways to go because as you said, the Affordable Care Act and Medicaid expansion didn't solve everything. We've still got to improve quality. We still got cost issues that we have to deal with. And so we have to continue to move forward to uh, improve those things. I really think that guaranteed benefit people take for granted over a decade ago, as you mentioned, you might not have any mental health services or substance abuse services for you or your family or a pre-existing condition. Could, you could have insurance, but not what you needed it for yeah. if your pre-existing condition flared up. So all those things have been eliminated. The other thing that you did not mention about the marketplace is the financial support kind of on a sliding scale that the federal government helps people buy private health insurance and have upward economic mobility as they're able to not spend each and every dollar on health insurance, mm -hmm. but that they can actually invest in other attributes that their family may desire. Yeah, so addressing some of the cost, uh, but we know we still have issues with medical debt, uh, some cost-sharing exposure, and we still need to work toward resolving those issues. So. Uh, Thank you for joining us for a discussion, and thank you, Dr. Thompson, for having that discussion. Look forward to the next decade. Thank you for listening to Walks at Work. 
You can listen to our bi-weekly podcast on our website, achi.net. As a reminder, the views, information, and opinions expressed by our podcast guests are solely those of the guests and do not necessarily represent those of the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The podcast does not constitute medical, legal, or other professional advice or services. We hope you've enjoyed our latest episode. And again, thanks for listening.